more job losses, more market gains, and Hurricane Katrina 15 years later. This is Paul Dietzel. First-time jobless claims rose above 1 million again this week, giving rise to the perception by many economists that a drop in employment may be just around the corner. As federal stimulus runs out, the economy teeters on the verge of collapse given the potential volatility of today's market. It stands to reason that federal funds cannot continue to prop up a weak economy forever. Sooner or later, private sector employment must take the lead again. Yet, that is the problem. Given the stock market's dramatic leap forward this week, it's hard to see beyond the top-line figures to accurately assess exactly what is happening in various employment sectors. The largest market gains this week were in technology stocks and e-commerce. Walmart's e-commerce sales grew by 97% as customers chose to have packages shipped to their homes or use curbside pickup options rather than go inside to actual brick-and-mortar stores. Overall, Walmart's sales grew by 9.3% in second quarter, driven by purchases of food and general merchandise. Since March 23rd, when the market hits its lowest point, the S&P 500 has skyrocketed more than 54%. The gains have been driven by big advances in big tech shares. Facebook is up more than 27% year-to-date, and Alphabet has rallied more than 16% in the same quarter. Amazon has grown by more than 79% this year alone. Netflix is up 52%. Apple and Microsoft are up 34.1% and 57.4% in 2020, respectively. What this means is that not every sector is growing. Even this week's housing report, that showed a robust rise in new home construction for July, is revealing that people are quickly leaving major urban areas, like New York City, Boston, Philadelphia, and Chicago, and relocating to the suburbs or to rural areas. This is creating a radical disruption in residential housing and corporate office leasing in ways no one could have predicted at the start of this year. This week, I looked closely at the jobs that were being added back to the economy, and I fear that some of the losses in certain sectors could be permanent. By looking at Bureau of Labor Statistics data between July 2019 and July 2020, I discovered more than 4 million jobs were lost in leisure and hospitality, a 24% increase from a year ago. Other big losses were in professional and business services, as well as health and education services. It seems unlikely that these jobs will be restored or replaced. The COVID pandemic is changing America in ways few of us can really comprehend. The recovery is no longer about how we get back to normal. It's about building and adjusting for the future of our country. Fifteen years ago this week, Hurricane Katrina began to form in the Gulf of Mexico and made a direct hit on my home state of Louisiana. More than 1,800 people died in this deadly storm, and since that time, Louisiana has changed dramatically. New pumping stations were installed to help New Orleans rid itself of millions of gallons of water in a matter of moments. Levees have been rebuilt and better fortified for the future. What is most noticeable, however, is the change in the people of New Orleans. The city wants to become a new technology hub. New people are moving to the city who desire to make a new life in a place where resilience and fortitude mark a culture. As I remembered this tragedy this week, I could not help but realize that the very same passion and grit that helped the people of Louisiana overcome the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina are the very same principles of help and community that can help us navigate the challenges of today. This reminds me of one more thing Madeline Ingle said. 
We have to be braver than we think we can be because God is constantly calling us to be more than we are. This is Paul Dietzel. Thanks for listening.